Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach, Laura Kelly, teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, professional certified coach and practicing attorney, Laura Kelly. As a lifelong sufferer of anxiety, if there's one thing I know a lot about, it's thinking about and planning for the worst case scenario. During the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, there was a meme going around about how anxiety sufferers have been preparing for this our whole lives. It resonated. <laughs> in fact, I had been following the coronavirus well before it was big news in the U.S. And before the lockdowns hit, I had already stockpiled food, masks, hand sanitizer, and gloves. After all, only the possible end of the world would ever lure me into Costco on a weekend. I did not stockpile toilet paper, though, the one commodity we all needed. To this day, I do not understand what the deal with toilet paper was and is. It's still very expensive and limited in stores. But the thing is, even though I was prepared for the worst case scenario, the truth is that the worst case scenario never happened. The day after our stay-at-home order lifted in Florida, we were still able to take the dog to the groomers and go to the store. I was able to work from my law office as normal. And here's a tip. The worst case scenario is never something we can actually prepare for. Why? Because things can always be worse. More than you can actually imagine. That's a nice thought, right? So why do we focus on the worst case scenario? First and foremost, the human mind hates uncertainty. Our minds would rather be certain about the worst case than uncertain about the future. Also, our minds believe that if we can be prepared for the worst case, we can be prepared for anything less than the worst case. And unfortunately, this is just not how the world works. When we are preparing for the worst case scenario, usually what we're actually doing is ruminating about all the things bad that can happen. We aren't actually preparing or even planning. And again, most of us lack the imagination to truly consider the worst case scenario. So what's the problem with ruminating on all the things that can go wrong? Well, it doesn't have to be a problem, but what it does is expend a ton of your finite energy reserves, and it feels terrible. It takes you away from the present moment and the things you can be doing right now to actually plan and prepare. Think about doomsday preppers. They stockpile MREs, meals ready to eat, which are not good, <laughs> guns, ammo, etc. But what they aren't doing is taking action steps about what actually threatens human existence. For example, most doomsday preppers are not climate change activists. And climate change is the one thing that actually threatens human existence. The truth about the future is that it is a tentative imagined fantasy. There are so many variables at play that we have no idea about how things are going to go down. While it behooves us to take reasonable precautions and plans, it generally does not serve us to go down the rabbit hole of worst case scenarios. I have another example. I live in Florida, so hurricane preparedness is a way of life. Prior to the start of hurricane season, I make sure we have staples in case we lose power. I also ensure that we always have our gas tanks filled to half or above, we have high impact windows, and we have an evacuation plan. These are things that we do in the present moment to prepare for the things that can happen. What wouldn't serve me is in March to make mental maps of scenarios about how we'll survive the aftermath of a direct Category 5 hit uh, or plan how to catch and cook the local Muscovy ducks 
which would be very illegal, by the way, and totally not necessary considering that Publix is about half a mile away and would be open hours after the hurricane had passed. Focusing on worst-case fantasies doesn't actually make us feel good or prepared. It causes us to spiral into negativity. It drains us of our precious energy. It actually prevents us from making reasonable plans in the present moment. So how do you stop yourself from getting stuck in the story of a worst-case future? First, by taking a moment to recognize that you are spinning. Taking a pause and focusing on your breath, even briefly, can help you redirect. Second, by focusing on the here and now. The present moment is all we have. If we are engaged in fantasy scenario mapping, that is an indication that we aren't in the present moment. Focus on what you can do right now. And if you can't do anything right now, then it's likely that you would be best served by redirecting your attention. And third, develop trust in yourself. When we trust that we will be able to handle whatever situation arises, we don't have to be stuck in playing out all the eventualities in our heads. We know that we will be able to take the necessary actions based on the variables that arise. My friends, this is an ongoing practice. Trust me when I say that I do not say this from on high where I never think about the worst case scenario. I do my best to center myself when I start to spin into what ifs. That doesn't mean I never get caught in worst case scenario stories. My friends, I'm entering my second week of living in a hotel without a closing or move-in date on their new house. Just a promise on timelines. The stress of uncertainty is real. And it's not about never getting caught. It's about finding our way back to the present, back to what we can do in this moment. For me, I focus on keeping our hotel organized, keeping a positive attitude, and enjoying the fact that the coffee is already made for me every morning and someone else has cleaned the bathroom. I am also grateful for the friends who've reached out to assist in any way they can. I am also grateful that at the end of the day, my family has a roof over our heads and eventually this will pass. In the end, it's all going to turn out fine. Just a bit of patience is required. In the meantime, gratitude is the antidote for spinning. And colleagues, if you'd like to take this practice even deeper, I invite you to join me on Joyful On Demand, my subscription-based coaching program. You can get practical content on time management, managing your mind, boundaries, and so much more, as well as weekly live coaching calls and access to a Telegram channel where we stay connected. There is nothing like this on the market for legal professionals taking it to the next level. And the best part, the first month is free and you can cancel at any time. So instead of playing out the worst case scenarios, I invite you to take a step right now in the present moment to do something that truly serves you. Join me at Joyful On Demand. Until next time, stay joyful. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.